Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The smell of the Bradford pear tree is likely not what you'd expect if you've never encountered one before. The tree is a common ornamental landscaping plant, with its springtime blooms of copious, puffy white flowers and its crimson foliage in the fall. And it was once the darling of subdivision planners across the United States. But it turns out the tree has a whole canopy of flaws that are driving its reputation straight into the ground. The Bradford pear is brittle, needs heavy watering, smells real weird when it blooms, and, compounding all of the above, it reproduces wildly. According to the Washington Post, the tree is a nightmare, an environmental time bomb, and an ecological marauder destined to continue its spread for decades. The New York Times simply called it the most despised tree. But okay, let's back up. We keep talking about the smell. Haters, trolls, and straight-up journalists will report that its flowers smell vociferously like a combination of fish, rot, and semen. The fleshy, rotting scent is strong enough that it attracts flies, which are the tree's principal pollinators. But the tree smells. Okay, it's still a tree. It gives us oxygen. In this dire world of obvious climate change, extreme storms, drought, and countless associated maladies, don't we need all the trees we can get? Well, yes. But the issues with the Bradford pear are motley and manifold. First off, it's invasive to the United States. 
A version of it, the calorie pear, was brought over from China to the northwest of the United States in the early 20th century, in an effort led in part by botanist David Fairchild, who was partially responsible for bringing Japanese cherry blossoms to Washington, D.C. The calorie was thought to be resistant to fire blight, a serious bacterial disease that affects other pear trees. The idea was to use the calorie as a strong rootstock. Uh, Branches from varieties of European pears that were not resistant to the blight could be grafted on, giving them borrowed resilience. Fast forward to 1960. Tree scientists at the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Glendale, Maryland, released the Bradford pear, a cultivar of the calorie, to the public. It didn't matter that it doesn't grow fruit. It was beautiful. People loved it. It seemed perfect for suburban America. A nice, neat canopy shape, not too big, seemingly hardy, and with showy displays in the spring and fall. It became commonplace across the United States. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Alex Beasley, the donor and public relations manager for Trees Atlanta, a nonprofit with a mission to, quote, protect and improve Atlanta's urban forest. Even he doesn't like the Bradford pear. He said, For a time, this was the hot tree for contractors and home builders to plant. It was easily sourced, fast-growing, and virtually indestructible. So, all seemed well. Until it didn't. Through the years and decades, problems with the tree emerged. The fishy smell was one thing. But upon maturity, Bradford pears and their branches become structurally weak. During storms, they can cause all kinds of damage from falling and flying branches. But once the tree had put down its roots in North America, it wasn't going anywhere, in part because it so easily propagates. Uh, Six months after blooming, the Bradford offers clusters of seedy berries to birds, who then fly away, poop out the seeds, and spread the tree to new forests. Further, the Bradford pear is greedy with water. Their roots soak up water so well that they negatively affect other plants and trees around them. Beasley said, If only people knew that when they plant one of these trees, they've possibly planted a hundred others, which have the power to ravage a forest's trees, which countless numbers of wildlife depend on. The tree's invasive qualities certainly stand out. But let's consider a counterpoint. The world has many invasive species, thanks largely to what some argue is the most invasive species of all, we Homo sapiens. As we have conquered the globe, we've helped spread plant and animal life that have decimated untold numbers of native species around the world. With that in mind, does there come a time when invasiveness just becomes reality? Beasley answers unequivocally. He said, Never replant with an invasive species. This is about as bad as intentionally planting English ivy in your yard. You're dooming your neighbors for generations. When there is an opportunity to replant to help mend past damages to our urban forest, why not take it? Trade out crepe myrtle for a native hornbeam. Trade out Leyland cypress for eastern red cedar. Trade out a Bradford pear for an oak. I just do not know how it's legal to sell plants that we know are invasive. Ban them for the same reason that you can no longer smoke on airplanes. It adversely affects others. How can we buy a plant that's so destructive to our forests and causes millions, if not billions, in tax dollar remediation? So, what can we do? Consider supporting a local native plant initiative? Always check with a local landscaping expert before planting or replanting. 
If you want a tree with lovely white flowers in the spring, consider the native dogwood. But is there anything else? Uh, Beasley said, If only I had a DeLorean. Yes, I would wipe this tree from the American landscape. Strong words, but not out of line with popular opinion. While it was a briefly celebrated member of the U.S. flora landscape, to be a Bradford pear tree these days really stinks. Today's episode is based on the article, The Dreaded Bradford Pear Tree Smell Isn't Very Pear-Like, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Jamie Allen. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.